Listener Production. Today, this podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. It's a lot, isn't it? Hey everyone. Yo. I'm really tired today, FYI. So it could be really chaotic or it could be, oh, I forgot. Oh, one sec, my Dexy, one second. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought you I said bought... my dick. I thought you said my dick's here. <laughs> my dick. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's got to go suck someone off in the lift. Um, no, I've one sec. Sorry, I've got a probiotic and I've got my Dexy in my handbag. I was about to say I forgot my Dexies today, but I didn't. I took one at 5 a.m. and then I uh, am taking one right now for my second one for the day. So everyone, please hold while I swallow. <laughs> so like, mm. It's one of those chalky ones. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so a bit tired today, everyone, because I had a photo shoot this morning and I was in the car at 6.30 until quarter past eight. May as well have driven to Newcastle um, <laughs> and just rushed back here. So chaos, chaos, chaos. But I do have like a mini, like it's the miniest nightmare fuel ever. So I was sexting someone the other day, like I sent them a nude, slay. So the Manu, because they're overseas at the moment, and I was like, can't wait to fuck you, because eh, they're coming back soon. Did you send it to your mum? Sorry, yeah. No, you send it to them. <laughs> they, okay. were like, they were like, can't wait. I was like, great. And I just didn't reply, because like, whatever. They mentioned me the next day, they were like, send more. And I said, slay. Okay. So I said, also this person I have had sex oh, okay, a decent yeah. amount of times, and like I've yeah, like it's it's you're like, fully consenting. You know what you're going and, into, and also because Oscar's face was like, "What the fuck?" But like, no, like we have, <laughs> like he can very he can oh he can do anything. Yeah, um, yeah I was I thinking, mean, oh, that's very presumptuous. If I was he, like, yeah, if he was like, send me a photo of you in like this coloured bra with this, I go done. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, okay. The sex is that good. Anyway, serious. Send more plus, and I went okay. Sent more. He liked it. Oh, oh no, that's not a like, not even a heart. No. Oh no, it was like, a heart. Okay, I but still. It. And then I, well, to be fair, I waited two hours to reply because I was at the beach. Okay, and I was like, I'm not going to reply. I'm on the phone to mum. Like, I don't want like fuck off. Um, <laughs> and I thought maybe maybe he'd like come, and then was like, oh, I don't need this anymore. <laughs> 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 like I was like, oh, that fucking sucks. So I sent two in a row. Like I sent two different ones, like one ass one, one titty one for a 360 party. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, we'll accept requests. Just oh like, just like, just love hearted one of the photos. And I was like, I wake up tomorrow morning and I'll get a text. No text. Is, is that what? his game? Do you think? Do you maybe that's the thing? Is he's being very dom and you're being sub, so he's like uh, not trying to give too much. Maybe, or maybe he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's more like I'm gonna have. I'm probably gonna have sex with you in like a few weeks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I was masturbating. I was horny, and he, and I think he liked it as like a oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I don't was think a few I, I was late. I ever had that reaction? Like, I have to type in text. Like, this looks hot. This well, looks usually he's quite enthusiastic. Yeah, okay. But I think honestly, I think he probably was masturbating when he said send more. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and he's like, mm, I need okay, to come, yeah. and then he's probably come and like falling asleep, and is like. Oh, and like, you know, like when you just like messages and you're like, oh, I'll do yeah. it tomorrow. But he's just forgotten. Look, I'm not personally hurt, but I thought it was funny because all day I was like, did I just get my nude 
lacked. Like, yes, it was an archive. It was an archive nude. I'll admit that. It had gone it to other people. It had gone to other people before. Okay. Yeah, oh. anyway. So that's my little personal update on my life. Jesus. Do you categorize them? Like, not sent yet. Sent to roster. Uh, um, I probably should have like some sort of system in notes of who I've sent what to. Because you're gonna send the same double nude. saying they're like that was from last week. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, when my hair changed colour, everything else went out the door. I was like, oh, I've got to, <laughs> I've got to start the archive again. <laughs> only, only people on Instagram get fresh ones. Even still, sometimes I'll like send it like I'll like send it like um uh, one that goes away to make it look like I've just taken it. Yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, like yeah. texting them it or like sending them a That's photo. Smart. I'll go into the camera and then I'll upload it to the camera if that makes oh, sense. Yeah. Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty slay. Not a tactic. Um, but yeah, anyway, I just want to let you all know that I had someone simply like my nude and it was a bit of an, it was a bit of a, uh, a, a bit of a, 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 what's it called? To the ego? Hit to the blow ego. Blow to the ego. Oh, yeah. A blow to the <laughs> ego. Blow, no, blow is better. But um, yeah, look. What's the biggest extent you've gone to to get a, a, a hot nude? The biggest extent. Like, is it outside? Is it, have oh. you gone to a certain location? Oh, I don't know. Work bathroom. You- work. Oh, oh, endless work bathroom. Mm-hmm. Right? So I can call for it. Are you joking? I have so many photos of like. I'm just going to say it. I don't have a corporate job anymore. I work in an office, but I'm not here long enough in the day to have to do this, everyone. So don't. Ev- Dave Cameron, my, my radio boss, and I'm Sam Cameron. Please don't fire me because I haven't done it in this building. <laughs> I've only done it within the confines of the Brisbane city limits. Um, but no, when I used to work in corporate, I feel like I've taken many of photos of like my un, like my like my like <laughs> my like wet undies, you know? Right. Like yeah. a patch, like a wet yeah. patch in the undies. That's so nice. Because my ex-boyfriend used to work around the corner. So like I'd be like, oh, finger me in the park at lunchtime. <laughs> Like, oh my god! I that's used such to wear a good... these stockings that had a hole in them. At, yeah, in winter, and we'd like sit <laughs> and, he, and we'd like have lunch, and he'd just like fingering me while talking to me at lunch. That's what. That was after. Is that how, is that how you got the finger in the in the stockings in the first place? Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no. Because no, one day he was like, "Oh, you've got a hole in your stockings," and then he was like playing with it, and then he, and then oh, it got bigger. We were really horny, but that was after the Bachelor, so I definitely should be more careful. Mm. Getting fingered in a park in Brisbane in a in a midi skirt and a court shoe. What <laughs> <laughs> a visceral image! I don't know what's the. Lo- I don't really take like I just take nudes like after the shower. Yeah, I remember that one time. One time I took a nude from below me. I posted on my Instagram stories at the time. This is in lockdown last year, and I took a nude from below me, and I like I would say I would call it a funny nude. And I was like POV, like, well, like it was like kind of funny, but it was not really fun. Look, the joke isn't funny, but it was like, eh, like POV, like, I don't know, like I'm trying to squirt <laughs> on your face. Like I hadn't squirted and the joke was that I hadn't squirted. With you. Anyway, something that wasn't that funny to anyone else, but it was like a little silly thing. And then I saw a dimple in my nipple, in my, no, in my boob. Oh. And I was like, breast cancer. So then I, then, so there's one photo of me doing this. <laughs> and the next one is me crying, <laughs> sobbing, oh. going, what the fuck? Going, like, my face, like, what the fuck is that? And then I went to the GP the next day. I was sobbing. I called him sobbing. But like, I went to take a nude food. That was going to be really funny and really silly. And uh, I think I had breast cancer. So when I looked it up, a dimple in your boob 
you know how usually if there's like a lump in your tit, it's like yeah. it could be a cyst, it could be like a, a, a blocked milk duct, it could be mm. hormonal changes, it could be anything, but it also could be cancerous. So it could be my. It was literally like stage four. It was like yeah, that's, oh. it was like no other options, babe. No other options. There's nothing left for you. Everything I was like dimple. Everything was like dimple in breast cyst, like non-cancerous, and it was like cancer, cancer, cancer. Oh, my God. But what it was was that I, um, when I was a baby, I jumped off my grandma's balcony when I was like 18 months old chasing a cat because, like, obviously in the 90s, like, not much safety. No. And grandma's balcony <laughs> was like two planks of wood, like, across. So I jumped off the balcony into a rose bush. Have I told you the story before? No. And my, no. And my nipple came off when I was a baby. What? Yeah. So poor mum. Imagine mum on the side of my heart. Imagine mum. Can you Are imagine? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So mum goes, oh, for God's sake. No, mum was obviously very, very worried. <laughs> Takes me, the rash shirt probably saved my life because it wow. stopped it from going a little bit further in because I'm a baby. Like imagine like a millimetre is like where you're, you know, heart. Takes to the plastic surgeon, whatever. Then when I'm 20, my, so now I have a scar all down my boob. So all of my like breast tissue is kind of like cinched in from like being sewn together again, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so mum, I remember when I was 21 day, mum was like, God, you look, I was like getting ready for something, 20 years old. She goes, God, you look beautiful as always. She, every time I get out, get out of my room, she goes, stunning. My mum is the Queen. same. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Aren't you the most beautiful girl on the planet? I'm hungover. She's like, oh. stunning. <laughs> I, was, I was going somewhere and she was like, God, you're so beautiful. I'm so glad both your, both your bosoms grew. <laughs> And I went, hang on, <laughs> hang on. That's a weird thing to say. What do you mean you're glad my bosoms grew? That would imply there was a chance they weren't both going to grow. And she oh was God. like, yeah, well, I didn't want to ski growing up. But um, the doctor did say that there was a chance your breast tissue would have been so damaged, you know, at 18 oh months old God. that you would have had one tit. Imagine me walking around with one, well, now they're smaller, they're a D now, but like me, like e, one E cup titty. It wouldn't yeah, have been, fine. it would have been so like, I'd have been teased so much. No, you, would have, you would have, you would have potentially, if it was, you know, damaging psychologically enough that you would have put a silicone one, right? Like, yeah, but then a natural boobies, you'd have to get two. Surely, oh, right? I have no idea. I don't know. Never also, thought of I this. I C cup boobs in grade Five. Whoa. So like, when I, did you get your period? Grade five. I was 10. Wow. That's I was early. At a netball game. That's early. At a netball game. <laughs> I just had my little what sugary happened? clouds. I, I How did we not get into this before? <laughs> I don't know. Also, there's nothing wrong if you only have one boob, obviously. Yes, what I'm saying 100%. is that, what I'm saying is yeah. kids are cruel and they would have been awful yeah. to me. I'm not yeah. saying that, that should that's a but it would have been very different, I think, my personality, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad Mum didn't tell me because I would have been all through puberty would have been like like measuring it probably. But yeah, so had uh mum was right about my boobs both growing. But so my period I, yeah, I got up when I was in grade five. I was in a netball game and I was like, hmm, that's not slay. And then I just didn't tell mum. I don't know why. And then she found my bloody undies and she was like, do you have your period? And I was like, yeah, I guess. And she's like, she's like, oh, you should have told me. And I was like, yeah, probably. And then I just used a tampon. I just used tampons. You used tampons immediately? Like you didn't start out with pads and then went into no. tampons? No, I didn't. I think because we had like honestly, pretty, I think that was sex ed. It just started, and they taught us how to use a tampon. Right. I think I was like, I'm fine to use a tampon. I don't know. I never even like thought about 
use it. I mean, I've used pads obviously in my life, but I've never even like thought about using a pad even when I was 10 years old. See, I had to lie to my mum about using a tampon <gasps> because their assumption was that it's taking away your virginity. Yeah, because you're hymen. Oh. And I'm just like, I'm just like, fuck that shit. I want to swim. Oh my God. Yeah, well, this thing you couldn't swim. Yeah, with a pad. How are you going to swim with a pad? And it's bloody hot in Jordan. <laughs> it's bloody hot in fucking Jordan. So I used a tampon and my mum's like, oh. <gasps> yeah, anyway, it's it's expanded now and we're all happy. Um. <laughs> it's expanded? <laughs> What's expanded? The hole from the tampons oh. and more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like my half-cut hymen. <laughs> yeah, oh, from that story. I'm not laughing about that. Dingleberry. You can laugh about Dingleberry. it. Dingleberry. I have something I want to bring up with you guys. Yeah. It's not that dramatic. Oh, yeah, it's not that it's dramatic. It's about... Okay. Oh, okay. okay. About I what? thought it was dramatic. I thought it was something that would be done. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's not really gossip. I wish I had more gossip for you, but unfortunately I'm uploading third chapter left, front and centre. I'm getting <laughs> no bait. Okay, I have, a, I have a thing. I saw my friend recently. She's like recently single about the same time that I became single. And she's a big sleigh. And she's like really, really funny, really hot, like successful, like just an icon all around. And we were talking about like dating people and because her boyfriend was like relatively nice, I guess. And like, so it's like when you date someone that's like nice and then you feel like you finally aren't going to really go towards narcissists anymore. Like, cause you're like, oh, like I've been treated quite nicely now. So like I can see who's being an asshole to me and who's not. Mm. And then she was going on the date with this guy and she was like, yeah, like it was fine. Like he was a really nice guy, but like he wasn't as smart as me and like he wasn't as funny as me, but like all my friends think that I should give him a go. another go. Mm. Bow, bow. I disagree. No <laughs> fucking way. Bow, bow. Because he's not smarter than her and because he's not. Or, like, well, or have you met the person? No idea. I don't even okay. know his name. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I think... Everyone has this narrative around like, don't settle in regards to like how someone treats you, which like, yeah, totally. But I also really don't think you should settle in terms of like if someone makes you laugh or if someone makes you calm. And I feel like there are too many people who their only criteria is how someone treats them, which should be a criteria, obviously. But I think if you're going to commit to someone, me and my avoidant era, if you're going to commit to someone, <laughs> me and my you should be like obsessed with them from the first day you meet them. I don't like painfully obsessed, but you should be like, you're mm. really funny and you're really hot and we come. And I really don't appreciate everyone. And then I feel like it's also like a very like patriarchal societal thing to be like to women, like, just give him another go. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine the yeah. boys mm. sitting yeah. around being good like, point. give her another go, man. Like, fuck. Like, she seems like a really good chick, <laughs> Like, I'm sure some do, but like, can you imagine? Like, no. girls like, just give him another go. It's like, no, but I didn't like him. And like, yeah. she was trying to, con- I, I could hear mm. him on a walk and she's like trying to convince herself to see him again. She's like, you know, the sex was really, like, the sex was, like, really good. Like, it wasn't the best of it. It was really good. But, like, I know I'm smarter than him and he's a bit cringe. But, like, you know, the sex is good and he's a, he's a really nice guy. Like, by all accounts, he's a really nice guy. And I'm like, it isn't enough. Yeah, I agree. So, mm. from my really long experience of dating men, um, <laughs> I think that, <laughs> no, in general, with anyone, just fucking trust your gut. Because every single nightmare fuel, not every single one, but a lot of the nightmare fuel start off with that narrative of like, I decided to give him another go. Babe. And then you just like get yeah. shit falling on you. So I, I personally think that to trust your gut, really. I'm that's sure like, that some of you out there are like, I gave my boyfriend another go. Oh, you're exception to the rule. I don't care. <laughs> 
I don't care. What do you think, OG? Someone always has to go, oh. Well, yeah. I'm like eternally single. Like I'm very, so I just don't even feel like I've got any, but I also think I don't want to settle. Mm. Like I'm, I love being single. I love hooking up when I want to hook up. I feel like I've got that part and I've got really good friends and I love spending time. And every now and again, sure, if you meet somebody and you, and you connect, that's great. But yeah, I'm sort of open-minded about it all. Yeah, I was talking to uh, someone the other day about like friendship rosters and talking about like when someone new wants to be your friend and when you have, like when you meet someone and you I think they called it like a friendship crush. When you're like, I want to be your friend. Like I've met you at this thing and I think we should be friends. But she was like, I'm just not hiring, babe, on the roster. Like I'm just not hiring. Like I don't have time to make more friends. I don't also have no more time to like date people unless they're like really fun and really interesting and at least carry half the weight. Like I have friends yeah. I'd rather spend time with and like why do I have to have a romantic partner? Like I'm not procreating. So like... Busy. And I just feel like there should be more of a like a focus on um settling, like not settling in any in any element. But I feel like women are treated so poorly by their straight cis boyfriends so often that it's like, but he treats you nicely and that should be enough. And it's like, no. And then they get engaged and get married and then they end up not treating you nicely. And then it's like, oh, I actually can't stand being around you. Oh, oh your personality actually sucks. And all we had to talk about this entire time was planning this wedding. <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, yeah, I just I just feel like there's so much focus. And I think it's all being from Brisbane and seeing people get engaged. And I'm like, do you like each other's company? Like, <laughs> like if, you, if, you could, if you could sit down and if you had to, and I think you probably all should sit there <laughs> and think, like, what, like, if I listed, like, if I listed things that I liked about my partner, would at least five of them not be in relation to me. Like mm. not be, they make me laugh. They make me happy. They treat me well. Like how many of those things would be like, you know, like they're really intelligent and I respect them and I, you know what I mean? I feel like most of it and particularly this is a huge thing on TikTok where women are asking their husbands about that because I think it's more of like in terms of like cis-hetero relationships where men see women as more of like a means to an end. Like they don't see mm. them as like an actual partner. They see them as like a mother of their children or a mm. homemaker for their home. So that when they ask they like with their wives, like women will like text their husbands being like, what do you like about me? And he'll be like, you make me a better man. And yeah. It's like... And then like, isn't it, and someone like, isn't he sweet? But someone like, that's so fucked up. But it's like, I don't want to make you a better you. man. Do a, DIY, babe. Go to Bunnings. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> fucking DIY. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to fucking make you a better man. Do we, what the fuck? Like, I know being around certain people can make you better, but that shouldn't be the first. That should be like when you're writing a birthday card, paragraph three. You know what I mean? Where it's like, also, I, I, I aspire to be better because of who you, how wonderful you are as a person, not like you make me work on myself. Mm. And I just think that a lot of people who are dating, and I think after COVID especially, I don't know, or maybe all my friends in our hoe avoidant era, I don't know what's going on, but I feel, oh, that's how they want to talk about hoe eras. But I feel like you just feel like you have to date people and maybe see something with them. Whereas now that I'm being a hoe, I'm like, oh, I can just like enjoy this. And if I don't enjoy this more than I enjoy hanging out with my like best friends, then I probably shouldn't be like doing it. Mm. Like if I don't enjoy, enjoy it more than I enjoy work, <laughs> like I really, I have a really fun job. So it's a good like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like if I don't enjoy it more than I enjoy talking to you guys or talking to Rowan on the radio show, it's like, 
Hmm, that's if a works good metric. More, yeah, <laughs> it works more fun than this than this person. Even they could be the nicest person on the planet, nice isn't good enough. I want someone funny and because I like my space is too precious, my peace is too precious to have someone. Even if they do end up being the nicest person ever, if I don't want to fuck them, and also if they're like not like if I don't admire them, I'm just not. I just can't do it. But do you think it's because people are scared to be single? Yes. Like, yes. Like the fear of being single <laughs> makes you go from. You know, like, oh, I just want somebody, you know, I want somebody funny. I want somebody attra- like attractive or to me. Mm. Or I want somebody blah, blah, blah to, I just want them to treat me right. I just want them to. And then you kind of start settling for less and less and less until like anybody comes along and they're like, they, I, I kind of feel good. Like my, my cortisol levels are fine around like this level. <laughs> yeah. Like I and, get a little bit of dopamine when they look at me. Yeah. yeah. And then also... Um, I was talking to this friend about like, because she was like talking about like dating, because everyone says to me like you shouldn't date people who like remind, like if you get the same feeling you had with your ex, like it's not a good thing, which like, yeah, when they're like love bombing you, if it's like, mm. if if it's like the same traits as in like they are love bombing me or like I'm feeling this way because they're not replying to my texts for a day and I'm having the same reactions as I did with my ex. But, like, also there's a reason why I dated that person. I'm not saying they're a healthy person. There's a, they treated you shit. But if, like, if you're having the same feelings of, like, excitement and wanting to speak to them, there's also, like, like they must have had a redeeming quality. And if a thing that they, they, they remind you of your ex because they have the same sense of humour... Mm. That doesn't make them a bad person, you know. I think 100%. this person had like the similar sense of humor to her ex or something. Like it was something that was so like non. It wasn't like oh he's he he like you know fucks the same you know I don't know uh, you know what I mean. It was like he he has something a personality trait or like he's a really hard worker or something like that that was a positive personality trait. But then I feel like people then lump it into like well you sh- if he's reminding you of your ex you shouldn't go near him. It's like well. But we're attracted to the familiar as well. Like yeah. to be honest, all of us. Yeah. Like mm. you know, a lot of the people that I date I think would have intelligence as a trait. Like yes. a really sharp brain. Yeah. All of them have the same like I think that's like a prerequisite almost that I can't get attracted that much to a person. Like I can have one night stands, but I can't really. <laughs> Her era limb. Her era limb. Her era was heavy, you know. I was coming from Jordan without being able to be with a woman to this world. Oh, to yeah. this <laughs> beautiful world. Yeah. Think about it. Oh think about god. it if you've d- deprived. Oh my god. Mm, what that's happens? Beautiful. Oh my god, it's like when I went to a Catholic school, Catholic high school with the boys. That's why exactly. I was a naughty girl. Exactly. Um, I was a naughty lamb. In a naughty lamb. But I just, yeah, I, I just think like sometimes it's okay to, I mean, as long as you're in check of why you're turned on by it. Like I turned on by their, like, in, we all know I love like a naughty boy. I think there's like good naughty, like, or like you're naughty and fun and everyone likes being around you, or like you're naughty and toxic. Mm. You know, I think you should be able to differentiate it and kind of like split it up. It doesn't mean like they, oh, they're like my ex, so therefore they're shit. It's how they make you feel, I think, is going to be my measure for that. If I'm, if I feel good the same way I felt good before, then that's great. But if I feel guilty mm. yeah. the same way I was made to feel guilty before, yeah. then I'm more likely to fall in the pattern of behavior with that person that I have before. Yeah. Because I feel guilt and a lot of, I would say predators really feed off that guilt to be like, you know. Yeah, and empathy and stuff. Oscar, what were you going to say? I think we grow up 
you know, falling in love with that fairy tale. So the fairy tale is like in all the books and all the movies, Disney, you've said it before, mm. but it's like you want to find that partner and spend the rest of your life with them. But like the older I've got, the more I'm just so happy with just hanging around with the people that I love. And if that invites sometimes a really good person, then that's great. Totally. And I, I, Dan Savage, we know I love him. If you want to come on the podcast, then I'll do anything. I tried to, Doctor. I know you tried. Dan Savage says, like, sometimes people just enjoy successful short-term relationships. Mm. And it's okay to, for a period of your life or for your entire life, just get joy from being on people that you like being around without being like, well, I have to commit to them forever. Like, do I, like, want to be with them? You can just have nice short-term things. And if they make you feel good, then that then that's great. And if, and if you, you know, get something from the relationship, then that's great as well. So I just think that, I know, I guess I am in my avoidant era, so maybe like proceed with caution with my <laughs> advice right now, but I'm like, I'm so, I'm so avoided. Um, it's actually like fucking crazy. <laughs> Had someone say my house the other week and I was like, oh my God, like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of my space. Like. I don't want, I really just don't. I like, Amy's laughing because she relates. Oh, we all, we've all had that one person, yeah. I feel, that you're just like, oh, I just want my own bed. Let me, like, let me, like, fuck off. Like, Walter, <laughs> it's Walter's spot. Uh, I, I was thinking about my hoe era recently and I was thinking about how hard it is for me to get a root. Um, not, like, hard, but it's, like, not for me to have sex with people. Also, when I say this, everyone, I get DMs being like, oh, my God, I'll fuck you. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's hard for me to find people who I want to have sex with who are in the country and who live in Sydney. That is that is like, <laughs> like, I have, like I have one in Sydney, maybe two. I Like, you know, like, well, we'll see. Like, and it's, and it's like, it's hard to see people that like, that I that I am attracted to and that I want that I actually want to sleep with and it's frustrating because I'm in my late twenties and a few of my friends are going through this. I think there's been a lot of breakups recently. I think with COVID ending and then everyone being like, oh, like what do I actually want? I can travel now. I can do this. I can move cities. I can. So a lot of my friends are going through breakups and a lot of us are in our hoe era and genuine hoe era, like genuine like avoidant queens, like like I just want to sleep with people and I'm so fine to do it. And I just think it's funny. That like when you're, and I th- we had a talk about it the other day, about when you're in your late 20s, you can have a successful and healthy, and I think from now on till, from, from when you're in your late 20s onwards, I think you have the capacity because your brain is developed to mm. have a successful and healthy hoe era. Yeah. You can actually mm. handle it. You can think about it and you can like be smart about it and know what things are and not get overly hurt. Obviously you still can get hurt, but I think way less so than when you're in your early 20s. But the irony of life... Is that it's easy to have a hoe era when you're 20. Yeah. So when you're 20 and it's painful yeah. and every weekend you're doing it for validation, like, again, sex isn't for validation. I'm saying when I was younger, it probably was more for validation and because I was bored and everyone was single and everyone was young and everyone was rooting and booting and that was, like, fine, but it was, like, obviously slightly painful like you live with housemates and stuff. Now that I own my own house, it's, like, and I could just have hoes over every night. There's, like, no one that I want to have sex with and it's, like, I, but I can emotionally handle it and I could so easily sleep with someone once a week and I would be so happy. In fact, it would make me happier because I wouldn't get attached to one. But when you're younger, you, I don't think you can really, it's, it's harder to handle it. 
because you haven't gone through therapy and you haven't gone through things in life and you're and you're and it's very it's, it's a cruel mistress. It's a cruel mistress. <laughs> and all my friends are in the same boat. Do you feel the same, Oscar? Like when you're younger and you're like hoeing around and it's easy to get whatever you want, it kind of is you don't value it. Yeah, I, so I'm a few years older than you, mm. and 28. That was my that was my peak. That oh, was, really? I just moved from Melbourne to Sydney. I, <gasps> I'd get out, I'd get up grinder, and it'd be, oh. and, <laughs> you know, that's that's the sound that it would make, oh. you know. And it was a great time. And then I moved from there to Canada in the middle of a ski resort. And as I an Australian. As an Australian, no, but this is the thing. I'd get out my grinder account, and this I was in a bit of a smaller ski resort. Get out the grinder account. And the closest person was 40 kilometres away with no teeth. And I was thinking, or well, maybe, <laughs> with no maybe. Teeth. And the funny You're thing like, is, mm, I actually. Got a <laughs> suction maybe. there. Mm. And so, like, I was literally the only gay in the village. That was oh. that was. Oh, <laughs> that's how it felt like in Jordan. Oh. We can connect. <laughs> that's so Oh, my gosh. I think, now I know what it's like to be a refugee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> literally, the closest thing was, like. Palestine, like next to me, like oh I just had God. nothing. But yeah, yeah, I totally get you. Yeah, just era. when you're mature enough, you're oh not my- having, you're not enjoying your whole era. Yeah, no, that's the thing. You aren't enjoying, or you, I don't know. You just can't, you just can't really get it as um mm, as exactly. easy, and you just don't find people as attractive, and you're very tired. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not good. Yeah. Like if like if you're going to message me at 10 p.m., it isn't that I'm like I'm worth more than that. It's like. I've started my my phone is winding down. It goes time to wind down. I'm like <laughs> I'm like oh. I'm like I've got my wind down alert. Walter and I've just finished Real Housewives of Potomac. <laughs> I'm considering a Lux listings. Do I want to get up and like have a shower and like that's so relatable, you know? And I'm like oh, and then I go out and I'm like oh, I just want to dance with my friends. I don't want to try and like. Find people to fuck. I just mean my friends. I never see my friends. Anyway, it's kind of very interesting. Okay, there's one more thing I want to talk about, and I've been meaning to about this for like weeks. Okay, but um, but uh, I have ADHD, so I forgot. Um, <laughs> but I was reminded recently because the girls from the Outspoken podcast, Amy, Sophie, and Kate, I've been on there. I think a couple of times, at least once. I think more than once, though. So it's influencer Sky Wheatley. I'm sure you all know her. She was on Big Brother. In season 11, Lem's got here for me, a little little tidbit. She's a pretty standard influencer. I mean, imagine an influencer, that's what she is. <laughs> I haven't really ever thought about Sky Wheatley. Have I? Was she? Did she get vaccinated? Not sure. I'm going to go with yes to not get a defamation suit. Friends like Michael Finch and Shining Grimmond and things like that. Lily Brown, the, the Queensland influencers, you know. So she said this, I think it was like a vlog that Michael Finch uploaded and she said this about OnlyFans and I just wanted to quickly speak about it. Sorry, let me get me dildo out and f*** myself on her. <laughs> Why are you doing that? I actually thought about making a video about it last night, because like, I'm fuming. About what? Like just saying like, oh, you know, I, I, I like to make my money by approving in a product and loving a product organically and sharing it with my audience rather than myself for the dildo and making money off and and like and like ending marriages you know how many girls would go through their boyfriend's phone and see that they're secretly subscribed to girls only fans and that's the end of a marriage right there actually ludicrous she was basically speaking about i think i'm presuming someone was like saying to her that like 
oh, you don't have a real job because all you do is like mm. spruik products on Instagram, which like I'm going to, now this is going to be a bit mean what I'm about to say. Toughen up. Because, <laughs> because I, when I first started influencing, I would get really offended by that comment. I would get really upset and try to prove that I like, it was a real job. But um, a few things here. It is a real job. Anything that you are paid for to do is a quote unquote real job. Like, yeah. let's accept that. But like, we do get paid. I think she's allowed. To, she's allowed. She's allowed to vent about it when she wants to. But also, like, do we need to get uh, this upset about it? Because I feel like you would have heard that comment for the past seven years or whatever. That's however long she's been on the internet. You would have heard that for that long. I don't get offended by it anymore. I go, yeah, I do get paid to post about products sometimes. It's pretty slay. <laughs> like, I do do other. Um, jobs now but I think it's like at the end of the day my 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 personality is like I've monetized my personality by being an advertising forum in various media so like on tv I get the job on the mass singer because um if the show does if I do well and the show does well then we get more advertisers if I'm funny whatever on this podcast if people like the podcast we get more money from advertisers Newsflash. Um, we're not doing it for charity. <laughs> Second thing is she's, she's so upset by it that she decides to, and I find this really funny because my argument is that like people on uh, influencers who are, who are using their platforms to sell products usually are women. The reason why it's, it's spoken down to is because it is like a female-led industry. They earn the most money. They are the most consumers and that uh, men don't like the women are using their personalities or their bodies, whatever, to earn money. That's, I think, that's my like feminist little take on if you criticize influencers, think about why criticizing them. If it's just because you think they don't work, it is a job. And also why are you trying to make people do more labor than required of them? Capitalistic patriarchal thing, right? That's a whole different thing. I've written articles about it. So in 2019. So then we'll go to the OnlyFans comment. And let me just, I just find it so funny that in 2022, like people are having these conversations and it really concerns me about people, first of all, who are going, people are upset that I promote a product that I like instead of fucking myself with a dildo on camera. Let's start with that little comment. I mean, what's wrong with fucking yourself with a dildo on camera? I do it for free all the time. <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah. I mean, with all my different yeah. hair colours, we've got, we got it banked up. Um, <laughs> which is, again, it's fine. Secondly... She's obviously shaming sex. I won't get through. Shaming sex workers. Obviously, we all know we're against that. OnlyFans can be can be criticised in its own right by sex workers, but as a whole, it's probably whenever I ask people who are in porn or who are in sex work, what the most ethical way is to consume porn. Usually, the answer is OnlyFans because the money goes directly to the creators um, rather than to potentially um, exploitative. Are porn producers or to or getting it for free on places like Pornhub and things like that. So I think that the the shaming of the sex workers is obviously disgusting. But you've all heard me say this five million times. And if you haven't, go through the catalogue. There's probably <laughs> there's probably fifteen million fucking. And if not, look up my little thing with Jimmy and Holly and just Google that. You can see what I think about them shaming sex workers. Then the final the final thing, which I think is the crux of her point, which is makes mm. no sense is that OnlyFans is ending marriages. Yeah, okay. I'd love to unpack that as well. Yeah. That's my main, like, new thought because I haven't I haven't heard anything like that since, like, 
the Salem witch trials. <laughs> you know, like it's a very like pilgrim vibe. Like that's very like pilgrim thought process. What do you think? Being like, it's that's so like satanic panic, like like Christian moral panic of like the eighties. Being like, porn is ruin, ruining marriages. How? Bizarre. What a bizarre thing to say. Um, porn has existed in various ways throughout history. Sex workers have existed. is the oldest profession, as we all have heard the cliche. It's an interesting to pick on only fans creators, and I think it is, I mean, in my opinion, it's slightly misogynistic again because it's women taking the power back if she's talking about women fucking themselves with dildos, cis women. Women of all, at all, actually. And then to say that, do you know how many girls go through their boyfriend's phones and it breaks up the whole marriage? It's time to OnlyFans. Okay, first of all, um, it's fine if you want to be strictly monogamous. I find it a bit of a question mark, but you do you. If you can't handle someone <laughs> watching someone, and again, I understand that my kink is is voyeurism. I get it. So maybe I'm, a, I'm not the right person to talk about this, but I do Neither think- am I. I'm the same, like- <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, show me what porn you're watching. Eh. Or I'm like, show me, eh, oh my God, like who be <laughs> fucked recently. But like to get, to, to say that the reason they're breaking up isn't because the, the, let's assume they have a predetermined, strictly monogamous relationship, which includes no watching of uh, online sex videos- Let's assume that. Why is the fault then on the person on OnlyFans who couldn't give a shit who your fucking boyfriend Stephen is from fucking Gordon Park? Like, does, doesn't care who he is. She's probably, like, doesn't even know who he is, messaging him to be like, hey, do you want, like, a video? You got those messages from OnlyFans people. Um, why is she to blame for relationship breakdown rather than him like breaking on monogamous code? But I also don't think she's even speaking about that. I think she's assuming, as most straight cis people do, that monogamy is the absolute default. And if anyone, unless that's been explicitly said that you can't watch porn, I'm so sorry. You have no right to control someone's porn consumption, and you have no right to look someone's phone, look through someone's phone, and say you've cheated on me or you've betrayed me by subscribing to someone's OnlyFans when we haven't explicitly stated that you can't watch OnlyFans. What do you think? Oh, <laughs> I love it. I, uh, you, God, you're good. <laughs> but don't you, like, like, the, I, I... Well, when, when it comes down to it as well, it's like, hang on a second, you're, you make money off a forum. Yeah. Someone else is making money off a forum. Don't, uh, stop the anger. Stop, stop the, the anger. Hate. If if that's if they love that so much, then just let them do let that. Them t- and if people love that as well, that. But what's with the judgment? What's sky? Sky. And and what's and what's with the I I yeah the very very strict strict monogamy and then blaming the person who's just making content. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Mm. Yeah, but also I think that if your relationship is that weak. Mm. that looking at somebody's phone like or your partner's phone and seeing that they have registered to a porn account is going to break it yeah then it's really not strong enough for anything else like in my opinion I know it's a little bit big Mm. what I'm assuming here I know but it's like really you're going to break up because somebody's 
watching, watching a stranger. I mean, it's different. It's different if they have like addictions. Even that is also debated whether people are addicted to sex or not. Mm. But if it's different if there's an issue that's going on there that that there's context behind. I'm talking about just the pure like you're not allowed to watch anyone else but anyone me. else. You can't that's have any. That's never gonna input. happen. Everybody's gonna watch other people when you're with somebody in a relationship. It doesn't mean that your eyes just completely like just become focused on one person with tunnel vision. Hundred percent. That's not realistic mm. expectations. Uh, I totally, totally agree. And I think that maybe even if you're going through, I think there can be periods of time if you're going through. I mean, again, I would never be with someone who wanted this, but it's it, it's not. It's if you're listening to this and this is your rule, like you shouldn't be ashamed of it. But I think you should evaluate why that is so important to you. Like why you don't want them to look anyone else naked ever again because I think it's yeah, it's unrealistic to think that someone's going to have no impure thoughts about anyone ever Even the word like, impure, impure like, it's, no, no, it's, it's because we yeah. have been conditioned to think that way. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's lust is bad. It's, it's like, I mean, it does make us more horny to think about well, it. Well, that's what I was going to say as naughty. well. If, <laughs> if you restrict it, it becomes naughtier, guys. If you, if you aren't exactly. allowed to do it, yeah. it's more of a turn on. So it's like, yeah. I mean, again, you can make your own rules for your relationship and I do understand that, like, my default setting is now being open. Like, if someone, if I was dating someone... Yeah. I mean, I I would tell them that I want to be open, but also if I was dating someone and they were like... And I fucked someone else and they were like, why would you do that? I'd be like, well, we didn't have a conversation. And not in, like, I tried to get the way, but I'd be like, well, you didn't tell me you want to be monogamous. Like, you have to tell me yeah. if you want monogamy. And that's how, like... And I think a lot of, again, because I have quite a, a few queer friends, it's kind of a queer thing to be like outlining the standards, That's right? because we defied social norms already and then like that translates into the relationship dynamic. Totally. And in your relationships, you've got to work out your, what your boundaries From are. From the start. It's not, a blank, it, it's not a blanket rule for everybody that not everyone can look at not, or not look at porn. Yeah, or, or not kiss someone or not, you know, some people mm, are like, well, mm. you know, oh my God, I can't believe that, for example, oh my God, I can't believe that he's, liking Instagram photos of of, of hot girls. Mm. And it's like maybe that's an insecurity for you and you can talk about it. But then, I, okay, I just like hear these conversations on like these like TikToks being like, if he liked a photo of an Instagram, if he liked a photo of an Instagram model, then break up with him. He doesn't love you. It's like. There is no security in this relationship. I'm sorry, no but secure. in that specific situation, like talk to each other, man. Like I like the most random things. Like often there isn't much thought behind it. But again, I understand there's insecurities and I understand if there's a context, but I do think that saying that OnlyFans and also she's not even blaming OnlyFans as a whole or sex work as a whole. She's blaming the individual people saying, yeah, does it feel nice to break up someone's marriage? It's like... Um, if that's possible to happen through OnlyFans, then maybe the issue is the relationship, not the OnlyFans people. <laughs> I just have never heard that. I haven't heard that's that so since I saw I saw I saw Goody Proctor get hung. I was like, honestly, is that no. a Salem witch trials thing? joke? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a Salem witch trials. I knew it would be something like that. Tichuba told me about it, and. Uh, <laughs> Is anyone getting this? If you're getting this, you're because laughing. Because I heard you on Just the Gist. That's the only reason I know what you're saying. Yeah, babe. And also because when I was in high school, um, we did the Crucible at, at school and I was Abigail, obviously, because it made sense. <laughs> so I was a sleigh. But yeah, I just wanted to comment on that. I mean, I think that this is just a classic case of like heteronormativity. And I understand that Michael Finch, uh, yeah, he's gay. But like, I think it's just like 
this is going to sound really brutal, but like if you're also, if you were offended by this, maybe you're part of this group. Just like the classic like straight white girl from Queensland who thinks this is like the most revolutionary idea and it's like you're like, have you thought, have we, have we thought about what this means and what the implications are for like marginalised people and what you're saying right now? Mm. I just think monogamy is just like... It it shouldn't be it shouldn't be the default setting. It needs to be a fucking conversation. Like yeah. honestly, have conversations with people. And also, if you need to have rules outline outline them. Monogamy means different things to different people as well. Mm. Like, oh, you can't. You have to unfollow and block all your exes. That could be monogamy to you. Mm. Bit extreme, but I mean, <laughs> if that's you, like being open to me has different rules. I mean, again, do what you want. Fuck him in front of me, but. <laughs> That's just me. That's just me, That's babe. Hi, right, everyone. Remember to be real and remember to uh, keep your thoughts and opinions in this era, not, <laughs> not where people were eating mouldy bread and getting confused about their hallucinations, which actually is a myth. Side note, if you want to hear me on Just the Gist, actually. Oh, and I went on again, everyone. Oh, Side yeah. Side note, I went on again. I'm oh. not sure when it's releasing, so sorry to tease you like that. I know if I was meant to tell you one, but maybe ask Lindsay. But let me just say, because we love listener, but you know I love Just the Gist. I'm going to get a little plug. It was. Yeah the best episode I've ever heard. I've listened to all of them. Oh my and God. I was so glad that it was me. My face was literally the whole time. What's it about? What's it about? This she can't episode? say. I can't say? Oh, you can't say. Shh, I can't say. But it was <laughs> fucked up good. I literally thought about it all night. Like it was so good. I love Jacob. So if you want to listen to an episode that isn't this, listen to that. But before you do that, listen to every It's Lot episode ever made again and then, you, and then you're able to listen to another podcast. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. Um fun nightmare fuel on Friday. Love yous. Bye. Listener.